everything. <laughs> Extra dry, boy. I was playing Stardew Valley, and it wasn't no do on the lips. <laughs> mhm. Mm you already got your stuff, so. Yeah. I want to. Let me not say anything. We're gonna talk about a couple of things. I'm pretty excited for. I'm excited for a lot of the games they show. To be honest, I mean, a lot of the showcases, all the showcases have stuff I'm excited about. But I think Xbox did the best job of getting me presentation. Excited. Yeah, presentation and stuff. Yeah, so far in this showcase season. All right, chat, we're going to get started here in a minute, man. Once again, thank you guys for hanging out today. If this is your first time here, uh, we usually record the podcast on Saturdays around 11 a.m. Eastern. Uh, but once again, due to, you know, this time of year is usually pretty busy in terms of showcases and everything. Um, and it's a lot of news. I mean, we got a lot of stuff that even outside of this Xbox showcase that we haven't talked about yet. I mean, you know, the next couple of weeks is going to be pretty set for us in terms of like just discussions and stuff, which is pretty cool. So. It's uh, very exciting, man. Very, very excited. Mm. All right. Let's go to Pure Xbox, actually. I might around and cover starfield I, I mean i just i i am really excited for the game i'm not even gonna bullshit you i am very excited for starfield my goodness all right Alrighty. yeah i sent my last blast off all right dope we're gonna go ahead and get started then Sweet. we are ready to rock 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 <laughs> Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to episode 155 of the Super Weapon Podcast, most overpowered podcast on the internet. It's your boy, Darius the Artist. And as always, I got my co-host DC here with me today. Yes, it's your boy, DC, the bridge builder, wall destroyer. And we are, we are about to talk about this Xbox showcase, man. Your boy is a little excited. I got a good night of sleep, good early morning sleep. Great stream yesterday. Um, shout out to all the people who came through. But I am very, very, very excited to talk about what we saw during this Xbox showcase, giving me a glimmer of faith. Am I back? Who knows? Oh, man. Oh, no. It was a dark time for Xbox, um, especially after that Redfall debacle from a couple of months ago, about a month ago. God, it's, how long mm -hmm. has it been? Yeah, about a month ago since uh, Redfall dropped. I mean, a couple of weeks, but. Yeah, man, we're yeah. in the we're in the middle of showcase season, man. You know, you you have the you had the Summer Games Fest kickoff on Thursday this past week. Um, there's been quite a few showcases even before the Xbox one, but today we're really just going to focus on that. If you guys are just tuning in or listening to this episode in the audio version, we actually live reacted to the showcase, man. It was our first time doing that. I had a blast, and so did everyone in chat. Um, and we we're going to be looking to do more stuff like that, just hanging out with the community during the, these type of announcements and stuff. It was just kind of fun. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm pretty excited to jump into it, man. I, you know, just right off the cuff, 
you know, usually we have time to kind of think and marinate on our thoughts and stuff. But I think this episode is going to be a little bit different in that you guys are going to be getting the raw reactions and feelings, uh, you know, raw impressions from us about the showcase itself. And, you know, I don't think it's hyperbolic to say this at all, just just off of how I feel about it. But I think this is probably no, I'm not going to say probably. I think this is the best showcase that Xbox has done thus far, you know, just in general. You know, I think it was everything was very cohesive. There were there were quite a few announcements that I myself am very excited for. And then right on top of that, you had the Starfield Direct after that, which we're going to cover as well later on in the episode. Um, but just just in general, man, what did you think about the showcase? Like I said, this is, you know, a couple minutes after it ended. Um, you know, I thought they did a fantastic job. But how are you how are you kind of feeling? You know, somebody who, <laughs> you know, you were you were you were changing your your allegiance for a little bit. But, you know, I'm curious, curious what how are you feeling about the showcase and everything just in general? Yeah, Turncoat Tommy over here. I definitely was getting frustrated with Xbox and their lack of uh, productivity, to say the least. Well, this this showcase seems to have... It seems to be a step in the right direction, you know? I enjoyed a lot of, a lot of the stuff that was shown. Everything... Just the presentation was very good, but I, I've come to expect that from Xbox showcases. But the stuff that was shown, you know, we still we still have to execute, though. You know, showcases are cool and stuff, but what they've shown has to come out, and it ha- it ha- it still has to land. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Like, I know, like, Fable was a big one for everybody. So to see that was definitely good. And I, I just feel like to start off the showcase with that was very, very just potent. It was very impactful, I think, because that was one of the games that people wanted to see. Yes. And so included. it started off kind of with a bang. You know what I'm saying? They come out with Fable yeah. and it got good reactions. Then, you know, we jumped into other games. It started off strong. Then, of course, it ended strong because it jumped over to the Starfield showcase. To me, honestly, during this whole conversation that we have, I'm just merging them as one big showcase. So we can do that. I mean, that's that's a fair thing I to feel do. Like it but was just one big showcase, honestly. I, so yeah, it, I guess you could say that. I, I'm glad that we got. I, I'm. I like you know that they separated it out just because of the amount of content that they showed with Starfield. But you know what it reminds you know, me of? What's that? You ever been to a concert? It's like, you know, it's the people who go on first, and then there's like the headliner. I feel like that's how it was with us. Oh, uh, okay, that's actually a good. Yeah. That's a really good analogy. Yeah, I mean, I think this is a really this this showcase. You know, was pretty indicative of. You're starting to kind of see the fruits of their purchasing labor. You know, over the last couple of years, you know, all the studios that Xbox has bought. You know, we're starting to really see these games start to, you know, we're starting to kind of see them a little bit. They're still, they're showing them, you know, and this is the biggest criticism that everyone's has. Just like you said, of course, they still have to come out. They still have to be great. That's the case with any game, any showcase, any company. Mm-hmm. But overall, you know, I think they did an excellent job of really showing the diversity of these of these studios like. You don't just have one type of game with the, you know, with what was really shown today. You you have a multitude of things for everyone, which I thought was really nice. And 
you know, honestly, I think the hour went by pretty quick for me uh, personally, like that first hour, I think it kind of sped by um, and we can, yeah, we can kind of talk about like things we're excited about. I, I do want to say, I think so far, you know, and I, and I know like the game industry loves to do this, but you know, looking ahead to like 2024, you know, I think 2024 isn't going to be as large of a year as 2023 has been. And this isn't just from Xbox. I mean, just the industry as a whole, because we've kind of talked about, you know, we don't really know what's coming next year. You know, the fall is starting to kind of take shape a little bit. And I mean, with the announcements, a lot of these, you know, a lot of release dates we got today. I mean, that was one of my biggest criticisms of the PlayStation showcase. You know, we didn't see a lot of their first party stuff. Um, and we didn't get a lot of release dates and I'm still kind of mad at them for holding that Spider-Man release date for the summer games fest. That's, that's for next week's episode. I got a lot to say about that, but you know, I think overall this showcase, if I had to give it like a, a quick little grade, it'd probably be like an eight minus for me. You know, I do have some things that I don't want to say I'm concerned about. I'm disappointed. I didn't see here at the showcase, but overall, I think this gives us a great picture of what they have lined up for. I want to say the next eight to 12 months. And, I, and you know, they didn't say that themselves, but you know, I, I think this really gives us a good idea of what we have to look forward to for the next year from Xbox in general, which is awesome to see. Definitely, definitely. And hmm, if I was to give it a grade, oh man, if I'm merging both of them together, I don't know because we'll talk about it, but Starfield blew me away. So if I'm wow looking at this, if I'm looking at this as a whole, I would definitely have to give it an A. Yeah. But if we're just doing it as the Xbox showcase, no, I mean that's that's for me too. Like the you can include the direct in that A minus for me. Like it, it, I think overall it was and it, I had it, it's been such a long time since I've had fun just watching a showcase and you know BZ you know in chat even kind of alluded to it. He you know he doesn't still feel that same energy and passion as you did with e3 from back in the day and i don't know if that's because we've gotten older you know and the industry's been around a lot longer but this is the first time i can say that most of the games that i saw i'm actually either excited to try or i'm at least curious about to see more yeah i think the thing is with the whole e3 experience was back in the day we didn't get spoon fed as much like now the hype kind of died down because like throughout the year you have what we have social media so you have leaks you have people constantly talking about it that's true with each other you know it kind of nullifies the hype a little bit back in the day with e3 you really didn't hear too much about whatever your favorite game was until it showed up on e3 so that's why, like, everybody was, like, blown out of the water. Like, oh, Street Fighter Six, oh, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Like, yeah. now we have social media, and then you have the the devs for these games interacting with people on social media and stuff. So it kind of nullifies the, the, the buzz, the hype for it a little bit. Sure. That's just my thought, you know? No, I, think that's I mean, that's a, that's a fair assessment. And I didn't, I didn't even think about the social media angle where – you know, there's, there's so much access to information now that wasn't, you know, 15, 20 years ago, hell, even right. 10 years ago, you know, where 
you know, game leaks typically kind of happen in the in the monthly magazines that you got or rumors and stuff. You you had to go to like reset era or you know some other small forum to that maybe might had somebody might had like a tip or something on something. But nowadays, you know, people love to talk. So you you're getting images, mm-hmm. you're getting all kind of full reads nowadays. Yeah, you know, people are sharing information and whatnot. Um, the industry itself has gotten a lot larger. And, you know, but once again, that isn't, you know, to diminish anything that we, that I've seen, not just once again, not just from Xbox, but from like Summer Games Fest from last Thursday onward to today. Um, but yeah, man, let's, let, I mean, we can get into talking about like the stuff that they've announced. The one, the, before we like get into like specific things, like I do want to mention like Game Pass and how I think, you know, we haven't talked about it for a while on the podcast. And, you know, I really think. You know, once again, if you guys don't have Game Pass, <laughs> please take the time to even just even explore the idea of subscribing to it. It is it is going to pay for itself probably the same week you get it. You know, like Xbox is once again, they're really about to start pushing out these larger projects and stuff from these AAA studios that they've purchased. And even even third party developers are partnering, still partnering with them. And there's some things that they announced today that are going to be coming to Game Pass that aren't first party that I was pretty excited to see. So I, I think mm-hmm. it's it's going to pay for itself. I mean, you know, Game Pass I think is going to see a big surge in subscribers, especially when Starfield drops. Um, and that and that's the kind of thing that we talked about in the past is like they need those big killer experiences, those big system movers. And I think Starfield could be that first big one for them since the, oh, the Bethesda and Activision um, acquisition. Oh, Starfield. Oh, we're going to get to you, but let's let's kind of... Let's just kind of see what we're working with here. So after they had Fable came in and dropped the elbow, the people's elbow on everybody, we got a game called South of Midnight, which the art style was just crazy to me i love the art style i don't know where they're going with this game but uh my interest is there yeah and i do want to see more i want to i want to see if the game's going to be in that art style that was shown in the cgi trailer if so i'm believing i think so man so they didn't show much but it was just a tad bit no uh, and the, yeah and that's just fine interested yeah 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 just a you know, because we might not see this game. I'm thinking this game, we might not, you know, really start seeing nothing about this game to 2024. Mm-hmm. So I agree. that was nice. It was a little bit of sprinkle. Then we had another big one, which I know, you know, you being a big Star Wars guy, we had Star Wars Outlaws, which was, you know, I, I like what I saw. I'm not the biggest Star Wars guy, but I know you are. But this game looks very interesting. And the fact that, you know, we have so many, like, Star Wars games, they really be, like, they kind of hit or miss. We have uh, Jedi. What was it? What's Jedi the one that Survivor. just came out? Yeah. Jedi, Jedi Survivor came out. I know it came out with kind of like a ro- uh, rocky start, but nevertheless, people still love it. Yeah, outside of the, the performance issues it had when it launched, um, the game's been great. People love it. I mean, Star Wars is really in this interesting place now, and it has been since... You could say like 2015, 2016, where they're really starting to try to move past the Skywalker saga. Now, mm-hmm. this this game itself, um, to, to talk a little bit. So we're going to get more information on this game uh, tomorrow. So Monday at the Ubisoft War, they're going to show gameplay of this. 
And if I once again, if I remember right, so Ubisoft Massive is the one that they were the developers of yeah. the Division. Uh, the Division Two, I think, actually, and the first one. Yeah, yeah, I just looked it up. So, I'm I'm excited for this game because I'm more interested in it being a non Jedi focused game itself. Now, yeah, I just pulled I up a brief for it. Um, yeah, I just pulled up a quick brief for the game. And it's going to be set in between uh, Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi, so Episode Five and Six. For those who you know not too familiar with Star Wars, um, so it's going to be in that that time of uncertainty. You know, it's kind of darker times in the galaxy and stuff. So I'm curious to see you know how this story is going to kind of tie into the larger Star Wars ethos. I would be more interested in this if it was. I, I'm kind of hoping it's its own thing. You know, like mm-hmm. I feel like nowadays especially with Disney, you know, what they've done with Marvel and everything, having these connective threads to everything. Like I, I kind of want this to, I'm hoping it's, it's, it's its own self-contained story. I know that might not be, might not be the case, but I'm, I'm very much interested to see more of what this game is. Um, and I'm glad we're going to get a look at it tomorrow. Um, I think the trailer did a great job of introducing the characters. Um, the world looks pretty interesting. I mean, you just like you said, Star Wars, you know, you got me there. <laughs> Right. Um, so yeah. does Star Wars always do the thing with the little cute little side pet slash companion thing? Yeah. Because I noticed they did it in Jedi, and then we have it here. She has this, uh-huh. like a little droid. Yeah, it's been a it's been a thing. Well, this since one looks like, like a a little creature. It doesn't look like a droid. Yeah, no, that's what I meant. Like it's either like a droid or a small like you know alien or something. And and that's the thing that people don't that people forget a lot of the times about star Wars is that it's originally, and it's still made and marketed towards children. You know, it always has been, it's all, it, you know, some people mm-hmm. aren't going to like that, but it always will be. Um, I think they do good though. Uh-huh. I mean, yeah, they, I mean, they do good at teetering that line because it looks like action pack, but you, mm-hmm. you know, you still have that like little, like I said, the little pets, little cute elements to it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I mean, respawn, you know they've done such a great job with the the star wars ip i'm glad that disney is giving other studios who have like different philosophies on game design and stuff different opportunities to make other i mean because these aren't the only two games that were in development there there are quite a few star wars projects in development right now at multiple stages always. of development so it's always going to be big big ip mm-hmm. big ip yeah i i think it's cool that we got it on the xbox stage um there was no mention of Game Pass or anything for this one. I don't think it will come to Game Pass. I'm almost certain this game is going to be multi-platform. So this, you know, most likely won't be Xbox exclusive. Most Star Wars games uh, are. Yeah, they, you know, just just to get that out of the way. And I'm okay with that. I don't think this, you know, needs to be exclusive or anything like that. You know, most, more people, the better, of course. But yeah, this one, this one definitely surprised me. I wasn't expecting to see this one here. Um, I knew they were developing a Star Wars project. Um, I'm guessing it's a lot farther along than we than I assumed anyway. Um, I actually kind of forgot about it because we haven't heard it. I haven't seen or heard anything about it um, some months now. I think since like late last year was the last thing I, I kind of looked up on uh, this game. But this is like the first time I've seen like the actual name for it and everything. So it looks fun. I mean, if I had to guess, this is probably gonna be like a third person, you know, third person action shooter, you know, type situation. Um, I don't imagine it'll be anything other than that. You know, very story heavy looks like. Um, hopefully Ubisoft does good. You know, that's the only thing I'm kind of hesitant about. I'm just, you know, Ubisoft. Yeah. You know, they haven't they've done kind the of been job. in this rut lately. They kind of been in this little rut where they're trying to redefine who they are and 
Return they, Back to Glory, man. You know, they used to be one of the like one of the the, the top developers. They were they yeah, they were a premier developer publisher. I mean, it seems like they're trying to write the ship a little bit. I, I will say mm-hmm. that I'm I'm more curious about their showcase more than anyone else's this week. Yeah. I'm, oh, for sure, for sure. Because like I, I'm a big fan. I want them to win. I, I want them to turn it around. You know what I'm saying? So we'll definitely be talking about that next week as their showcase. What is it? When is their showcase? Tomorrow. It's Monday. Literally oh, tomorrow. Yeah, they boy, we are getting slapped with games. It's, you hear it's me? showcase season, man. This is the showcase season is upon us. It reminds me of like festival season. Yeah. And all the festivals start coming around. <laughs> right. Music festivals. But yeah, I mean, we don't have to talk about everything. We can kind of just jump around if you want to. If there was anything. Yeah, specific. I would prefer to do that. I mean, you know, we we, we don't have to talk day. about everything. Yeah. yeah. We'll be here for another hour or so. Like yeah, I thought, you know, I thought that was pretty interesting. Um how did you I, I, feel I, I, about Avowed? Uh, Avowed. Avowed. Okay, I didn't have the greatest reaction to Avowed because I didn't know what it was. Let me just get that out of the way. <laughs> and and for God's sake, I know this is supposed to be get... another uh, heavy hitter. Yeah, I, I just say this much, man. I I really wish we could get live streamed these. Can we? I would love to get at least fourteen forty p on these showcases. Like my eyes are really bad. For those of you guys who don't know, I wear glasses. Um, I'm blind as a bat. And 1080p looks really bad for my eye. Like I have to, I'm straining to look at 1080p now. And I think that's just at the point we're at in society when it comes to technology. I'm going to go back and watch it, watch the trailer again, because I'm pretty sure they're going to drop all this stuff in 4K, you know, on YouTube either today or tomorrow. They have to. I'm I'm going to shoot you some bail. Yeah. It wasn't just you. It was, you know, it was was tough on my eyes. I'm being, I'm being completely honest with you guys. Like it was pretty, pretty hard for me to watch a lot of this stuff today. But as far as like the game itself, I like Obsidian. I like Obsidian Entertainment a lot, and I think if I go back and really pay attention to what I was looking at, um, it it the, the world itself looked really interesting. Um, I was hoping we were actually going to see this game today. I think what kind of I think what really threw me off about it was the the initial teaser trailer when they showed the teaser trailer. I think it was like around a year or two ago. The game looked like hyper realistic, but obviously this isn't what we got with this gameplay trailer today you know it looked mm. a, a little bit more mm. uh i don't want to say i don't want to say like cartoony but it looked a, a, a lot more uh like exaggerated you know which isn't a bad thing it just it just threw me off i didn't know what i was looking at um i have to see i would love to see more of this game um like i said i like obsidian the games that they re- they make and release you know i wasn't expecting this to come out this year um, you know, this isn't coming out till 2024. If I had to guess, I think this game is going to drop sometime in summer next year. I 100% believe this game is going to come out before Hellblade 2. I do. And I think that'll so, give, you know, Microsoft like a nice little summer push, a summer, you know, summer game. Uh, maybe maybe a like big a big one to drop next year to kind of. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe like a September or, you know, maybe even June or July type release for this game. I could see that. I'm um, not sure how how large it is. I mean, the combat stuff, the, the game looked interesting. I just have to, I have to go back and watch it because I, I did a disservice to this game when I seen it. I'm just not, I'm just being straight honest with y'all. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to shoot you some bail, man, because we, um like we said, we were reacting to this live when it, uh when the showcase was presented. Yeah. And as, it's funny, as soon as you said that, I was over here looking at my settings like I was like, damn, am I watching this like in 720? Yeah. So I was over here playing in my 
with my settings when you said that and I started laughing <laughs> and I'm just going to be honest. We're going to have, um, I don't want to say this is harsh criticism, but it is criticism. Like I think they could have did something better yeah. when it comes to presenting this game. I think they kind of missed their mark with this being one of the games that's supposed to be one of the ones, right? You, you, you want yeah. to make sure you're showing it in all its glory and not even just how it looked. It was the things that they were showing, in my opinion, wasn't too impressive for me. A little bit toward the end when they started using more of the magic and you're kind of looking at it and you're like, oh, okay. But I do want to rewatch this as well if they drop it in uh, with higher specs and kind of like yeah, yeah. just really, really look at it before I judge it too harshly because... I don't want to be eating crow again because I already got to eat crow with Starfield uh, <laughs> later on. So, yeah, I, I want to give this a chance, but I'm going to be honest with y'all. What I saw during the showcase didn't it didn't move the needle for me. So, yeah, yeah. About, I, I, we're we're waiting for you to I mean, it's not coming out to 2024, so you know, we're getting a real early sample of what this game's going to be. So, maybe a little bit down the line, you know, we'll see more. Um, it'll be better. They'll add things. So, Aval, we're rooting for you, man. Yeah, we're I mean, it has a lot of elements of stuff I like in my games in general. You know, the fantasy setting, you know, it looks to be open world. I'm sure it will be. Um, you know, it's Obsidian makes, they make great RPGs in general. Like I said, it's not an, not an indictment on the studio itself at all. I just, I just need to take, I just need to get a second look at it. That's it, you know. I, Oh, no, for sure. I'm I sure, feel the same way. I'm Let sure we'll get a a, an early showcase next year or something next year that might tease a little bit more. Or maybe they'll do some, you know, their own thing like they kind of did with Starfield with the marketing and stuff. We'll see. Yeah, we'll let um, it cook. Let it cook a little bit. See what I, they do. I will say, I do want to go ahead and get like one of my disappointments out of the way. Um, this one might not be like surprising to a lot of people if you guys are here watching the showcase. Uh, that's going to be Hellblade 2 for me, man. Um, oh. Okay. Not not the release, not the release window. Uh, it's just just really not seeing any sort of gameplay for it. You know, it was really kind of like a dagger for me. Um, I think the yeah. game looks incredible. I I'm I'm fairly certain the game is going to be incredible. Itself. We're past that point but, with that game. We're yeah. past cutscenes. Like, come on now. You know, I I was hoping this game was a little bit, and maybe this is just like the game isn't as close as I was hoping it would be. You know, because I was thinking this game was going to come out early next year. It may be, you know, we kind of did like a little bit of predictions a couple episodes ago, but you know, this one, this one kind of, you know, stung a little bit. I was hoping to see more from the game. I mean, I don't think you have to convince anybody else that this game is going to be your big quadruple A. This is your God of War competition type thing uh, for Microsoft. I was just, a, I was a little disappointed. I mean, it, it did. The, the trailer wasn't bad. I just wanted to see gameplay. I was just hoping to see gameplay from it. That's yeah. I'm a thousand percent with you, dude. Um, And even in the chat, we had the same sentiments in the chat. And I feel like with this game, we're beyond the cinematics. You know, we know what the game's about. We know the creepy voices. We know all that. Um, You're supposed to move forward, I feel like, when these trailers come out. Because we already kind of got like a cgi trailer a while ago of this game right right and so we're thinking oh we see hellblade we're gonna see maybe that's just an entitled gamer in me i don't know but i'm like i wanted to see a little bit of action myself man i wanted to see some gameplay 
even if it was like just 30 seconds, something. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You know, in game, in game menu, something that shows. I, I think this game is going to be beautiful. I, I don't think what we saw today is probably too far off from what we're going to get in the final product. But I, once again, I was just hoping it was going to be a little bit more meat on the bone for this. You know, I, I kept saying it during the showcase. It's like they're going to end mm-hmm. with they're going to end with Hellblade. They're going to end with Hellblade. Um, but once again, this this just kind of confirms for me that this game is probably a year plus out at this point. I, I don't see this game dropping before fall of next year. You know, I was hoping for something a little bit different, but yeah, because they didn't even give us a date, right? No, they just gave a 2024 release window. So usually that means we got some end time. Yeah, we got some time. Uh, in a year, I always think like holiday season. I always think above that. Right, and it's just like Winnie said. Like you know, it, we we feel like it's gonna be a known commodity. This game's gonna be great. You know. Show us a little bit more of that action that you showed at the video game awards last year. You know, that trailer was insane. Like that was awesome. But I, I wanna see what this game's gonna look like for the people for people who are gonna be playing it. You know, you don't you know, I think this they did it they've done a great job of painting the story, you know, the atmosphere and everything else, but we just wanna see what it's gonna give me what I'm gonna be playing. Let me see it. Let's and see I'm it. holding it in high regard. Right. Well, I've said it um shoot uh, quite a few episodes honestly um i'm holding this in regards as like xbox's soon to be like god of war franchise yeah like, like they're putting that to, much pressure the last of us the god of war series yeah like i mean and i think that's fair this game has been in development for quite a while and i'm not i don't Take all the time you need. I'm fine with it. I just want to see. Just let me see it. Show us something. <laughs> just, just let me peek behind the curtain just a little bit, man. That's it. But yeah, that's 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 an early disappointment for me, man. Uh, we we finally got our Forza release date. <laughs> I kind of wanted to talk to yeah. you about Forza because I, you know, I, you you saw some stuff that you were kind of excited about. This game's gonna release in October. Cars make me does. Cars get me giddy. Yeah. They do. <laughs> Um, there's nothing to talk about with Forza Motorsport, really, but it does, I mean, we were talking during the live, and we were just saying, like, it's just funny how you just think these games can't get any better. Yeah. And they're, they managed to do just that. They get better. Um, with all the technology that we have, just think, like, with each racing game or installment of Forza, they pretty much have new tech to play with. Yeah. So it gives them more breathing room, and you know they get like with these cars, the the gloss, the 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 ray tracing, all this other stuff. There, we get to see the evolution of that when it comes to these games. We get to see the evolution of tech, uh, motion capture, all that stuff. So I think these guys over at uh, Forza, they're just using the new tech, they're using the new um, powers that they have to create a damn good racing game so there's not too much to expect from there with forza this is motorsport by the way this is not horizon yeah this is like so this, this is more serious you know this is the more uh what what do you want to say simulated sim, sim racer yeah and this yeah. is i guess supposed to be the the rebranding this isn't they're not calling this eight they're just calling this forza motorsport so i'm guessing this is supposed to be like a yeah. refresh on the series which is always kind of cool to see I think there's a storyline in there too, if I'm not mistaken. There is yeah. a story mode or something like that where you're an up and coming racer 
Uh, don't quote me on it. I think that's kind of interesting. I mean, I, I'm kind of with you though. Like, I might about... be thinking about Formula One. My apologies. I think it's Formula One that has okay. a story with it now. Um, I can't remember. I have to look. I think it's F1. I mean, this is this is kind of the game though. That and you've kind of convinced me over the years. Like, I I really do want to eventually get like a steering wheel and pedal set up just to really it's try fun. to experience these games in that way i mean playing a controller is always fine it's you know i don't ever usually stick to racing games super long like i used to when i was younger anyway like this would be a fun thing to play for about a week like we did i did the same thing with forza last year or the year before was it horizon 5 played it for like a week got my fit my fix and then i was good you know i i don't mm -hmm. i i think this will probably be much of the same for me here um, yeah, not to say that, pass, yeah, which helps because, like you said, I, I mean, I do the same thing. Like, and I love racing, I love cars, but I do the same thing. Like, I'll, you know, I play for like a good month, and because it's only so much you can do. Like, it's on, only so. Yeah, you know. I've I've never been like a. I need to to collect every car in the game. Like I, you know, I get my little adrenaline need for speed fix. And I'm I'm good, but you know I think this will be a, a a nice game to play. Um, well I said that before I saw Starfield today. I think I'm just gonna play Starfield until Spider Man comes out. But, um, <laughs> yeah, just tweaking your car to like yeah take corners better and stuff like yeah when you get into all that nerdy stuff and like stuff like that yeah because like you know this is the simulated one so all these tweaks that you can make to your car literally makes a difference on how it performs on the track um i feel like controllers really kind of limited limit you to a certain yeah you don't really get that feeling get the, yeah. well when you get to the harder races too man like when you get to the harder races is like where you have to kind of hit corners and stuff with like the precision of a astronaut you know what i'm saying you gotta like really really like it it's really hard. it's not impossible Sure. But it's really hard to do with a controller. It can be done, but it's probably going to take you a while. But, I mean, Forza Motorsport is for, Forza Motorsport. We love it. It's there. It's like the it just sits in the shadows. Like, it's not going to make too much noise, but people will rave over it when it comes out. And then um, in this year of games that we're living in, unfortunately, I think it's really going to be overshadowed by a lot of other stuff that's coming out. Yeah, I agree, man. I it's going to have its community, but ultimately, I think it's going to get drowned out by a lot of the other larger releases uh, that are coming out. Online is big, too, by the way. I just want to throw that out there. Yeah. A lot of people play that game online. Like, it's a serious online community for yeah. that game, too. And that's cool to see. Like, you know, I, I'm pretty sure there's quite a few people excited for it. And, you know, Forza usually does uh, numbers pretty well. But, yeah, man, I, I, I was just curious. I just wanted to hear your thoughts on it real quick. Um, I kind of wanted to move on to talk about uh, Starfield, man. Not Starfield. Not yet. Sorry, I'm, I'm getting ahead of myself. Calm down, Darius. Uh, I'm very excited for it, man, if you can't tell. Um, but I wanted to actually talk about the Cyberpunk uh, Phantom Liberty DLC. Because we, we kind of talked mm. about it a little bit during the showcase, man. Because I, I don't think a lot of people have gone back to Cyberpunk since, you know, since launch uh, two years ago. Uh, shit, excuse me. Almost three years ago. My God, where's time going? It's not real. Uh, but Cyberpunk uh, Phantom Liberty DLC is dropping in September of this year, which is very unfortunate because I won't be playing it until after I'm done with Starfield and Spider-Man. Uh, but I think it looks absolutely fantastic. Uh, I'm not going to get into like the story stuff uh, due to spoilers from, you know, the main game. 
but this this looks absolutely incredible you know i think once again if you guys have not gone back to play cyberpunk you are doing yourself a disservice they have fixed pretty much everything bad about the game and even added things into it uh, that a lot of people were asking about they've done ton of free updates and stuff like the game is really fun to play right now man and i highly recommend you guys go back and check it out and i think mm -hmm. phantom liberty is just going to continue to add to the experience itself um are you are you thinking about picking this up at all are you excited they didn't mention it's coming to game pass or I'm anything like sure. that um yeah i don't think that's going to come to game pass no um, i don't even think cyberpunk's still on game pass it was at one point for a little bit but it's not anymore i don't think damn i didn't know that um of course i am um i'm still playing through the original one yeah and i'm kind of jumping back and forth i play a little bit of it but what i do think about the game is i do think that it's very unfortunate that it came out the way it did because it it is a good game yeah um it, it needed some it it needed a few little tweaks to it but overall especially just visually it was a stunning game this dlc is very interesting uh, i want to see where the story goes if it's attached to the main story if it's going to be something totally different like where, like does your character choice play a part in this yeah, DLC? Yeah, it looked like it. I mean, just based off of a couple of the uh, lines that, like I said, I, I don't want to say because you know spoilers for the end of the first game or the main game, but it looks like it's continuing the story of V, um, and Johnny Silverhand, and there's but there's yeah. a particular motivation for V to help a certain somebody in the you know in the story and plus Idris Elba's in it I mean come on guys you got but Idris Elba is, you got Keanu this is my thing right this was one of my gripes with the original um cyberpunk it just felt like the path that you picked really didn't play a big part in the game only in the beginning it seemed like you know yeah I agree with that I agree with that I will I want your your character choice to actually really have a profound impact on your playthrough through the game so that's what I'm saying like with this DLC like how are they going to integrate that if they do it at all you know what I'm saying sure so that's, I'm just waiting fair. to see where that goes and um I kind of wish there was more diversity from like the beginning of the game too that, I for, yeah, I forgot about that. That's that's a very good point. It didn't really matter which. Yeah, or maybe pull a um, with. maybe pull a um um GTA, where all three paths intertwine and you switch between characters or something like that. I don't know, but I just felt like, you know, when you picture when I pick my player, like the beginning mission, the beginning missions is like okay, kind of put an emphasis on it, and then it kind of bottlenecks all of your characters to the same path right if that makes sense like it yeah like it starts off and then they all end up pretty much taking the same path so yeah cyberpunk and then visually we like visually this game is insane absolutely if you could do the max specs on pc do it this game looks incredible one of the most i'll put it up there man it's one of the most visually stunning games um that's out there right yeah now. oh yeah of this generation for sure yeah i, yeah, I agree so, yeah, I'll I mean that's that's cyberpunk. We'll, we'll definitely check it out when it comes out. Uh, I guess I, there was another disappointment. I had another small one. That Yakuza was... butt naked DLC. No, Yakuza actually oh. made me laugh, man. I'm I'm actually gonna go with uh, State of Decay three being a no show here. That was that was mm. probably one I was I was actually expecting to see at least. I wasn't. 
expecting to see any sort of like release date or anything like that but we literally got like one quick teaser trailer of state of the gay three like a year and a half ago we haven't seen anything since shout out to big tone he was looking for it too man yeah man i i think state of the k is one of those games that it's always been, it's 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 been a, a pretty I, I like I would say it's like a pillar a IP pillar for Xbox at this point, especially with how much they invested into the second game and there were even some recent updates to the second game I believe that kind of made me want to go back and check it out because I haven't played State of Decay two in years, but it's it's such a fun it's a fun game especially when you play with friends, and I was hoping to see like the next step of what Undead Labs were gonna do for the game. I mean. I feel like zombies at this point, and it, it always seems like this every generation, there's like these pop culture cycles, you know, like you get a lot of mm-hmm. something for a while yep. and then you don't get any for a little, like we haven't really gotten, I mean, we only got the, the one zombie burnout, well, technically like two zombie games, I guess, uh, Dead Island 2 and then um, what was the other one I'm thinking about, man, um, that's like Dead Island, you know what I'm talking about, where you're parkouring through the city and it's on sale right now. It came out like ball. last year. Yeah. Like Dead Island 2 um, came out a couple months ago, but this one came out like last year, year before. But I just was looking at it because it was on Dying sale. Dying Light 2. Dying Light 2. Oh my gosh. That hurt my Which head. is on sale 50% yeah. off right now if you're interested in buying it. But yeah, like I, 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 you know, was hoping to see more. Like maybe that game is just stuck in development hell or they, you know, they got a lot of work to do on it. I don't know. But we didn't, mm-hmm. we didn't see it. I was hoping to. I was kind of sad that we didn't even get any sort of mention of it. Uh, but you know, maybe, maybe, maybe next year we'll get a we'll get a something for it, and it'll hit twenty twenty five. I don't suspect that game is anywhere close to being ready for release, which is unfortunate. But yeah, I just you know, I just wanted to get that other disappointment out of the way. Because I know mm, you I'm you at one good. point you were a pretty big fan of State of Decay. I was a fan of Part One. Part Two to me honestly took a few steps back from Part One. I don't know what it was about two, so I don't really want to talk about it because I can't remember. I just didn't enjoy it like I did part one. Part one was so fun, man. Yeah. Then part two, I don't know if it was the way you like built your little compounds. It was just something about it that I I played it and then I was just like, I don't like it. (laughs) I just just didn't like it. Something went there for you, yeah. Yeah, and I knew specifically what it was because I talked about this, but it was so long ago. Like, yeah. And if I don't play it, it's totally out of my mind. <laughs> so I just gotta <laughs> move on. So, but hopefully, you know, when we do get three, because it wasn't just me. There was a lot of people saying that you know there was a few missteps in part two. So, but it is one of those games where, you know, it reminds me of like Zomboid or something. Like they just put you in this position. You could do co-op or you can kind of solo it. Yeah. And you're basically just trying to survive. Like, I need somebody to a- answer the question in chat or if you are hearing this, leave a comment. Because I don't even think it was an end to that game. Like, I just remember you no, just, you just surviving. Kinda, you like, just kind of build just... your base and you just keep surviving. I mean, there was, like, objectives. And you yeah, can I think it's like you can move on to longest? like You can move on to, like, a- other maps after a while, but... Yeah, I think the whole point of the game was just to see like how long you can yeah. survive. And I mean they like I said, they added something recently, like where they changed how some of those I forget what they call them, those those big those zombie bases essentially, where mm-hmm. they, they added some more mechanics to make it a little bit less frustrating for people to go out and kill them and then, you know, the more you build your base up, it makes more sound so it attracts more hordes. 
Um, they, yeah, they, you know, it was, yeah. Like, once you got to a point on part two, it was just like the mechanics and then like, yeah, like you said, you build your base and making noise and it was really, they needed to tweak some of that because like the whores and stuff, stuff just got ridiculous too fast. Yeah, the the and time to, to fight time was not to really great. Set up, yeah, it didn't really give you time to set up your base. I don't know, man. I don't know. Yeah. There's a there's a fan base there for it, so hopefully, uh, part three hits hits the mark. Yeah, I'm I'm hoping so, man. But yeah, I, like I said, I just wanted to kind of get that one out of the way. I mean, there were a bunch of smaller projects. Some I don't necessarily want to say they were indie, but there were some some other games that were that were dropped during the showcase that I thought were pretty interesting. I do want to give a quick shout out to Persona because my God, have people been asking for Persona to come to Xbox? I mean, it's a fair criticism to say that Xbox hasn't done the greatest job of bringing like JRPGs over to the system like they Mm -hmm. did in the past with the the 360 generation. But it's good to see they're making uh, steps in the right direction with that. Uh, You know, we got three announcements for or two announcements, two Persona announcements and one new game from Atlas called metaphor refan refantasio i'm pretty sure i crucified that um i believe all three aren't due to come out until 2024 but either way it's nice to see that we're getting you know some more jrpgs i think that's probably like my biggest problem with the xbox platform right now there aren't enough jrpgs on the platform for people to play uh you know switch and and playstation are you know obviously and even pc are great places to pick up those if you're interested in them. You know, I myself have been playing through Final Fantasy 10 2, 10 and 10 2, uh, the HD remaster. You know, just every so often on Steam, like every you know every month or so, I'll you know boot it up and play a little bit. But I thought that was cool, man. But I think they are filling that void. Yeah, that's that's good. That's good that they do that. I think it's important, man. I mean, it's important for Xbox it's, to do that, especially yeah, especially in the important. East, you know, in Japan and stuff, and those East, you know, those eastern asian country countries where they're trying to gain a foothold i mean mm-hmm. you know just because we like to play different kinds of games here it doesn't mean you know those games are actually pretty huge over overseas as well so um i think we should just go ahead and move into the starfield because we're about 46 minutes in i didn't even realize we've been talking that long i mean time just once again time is not real mm-hmm. <laughs> uh but starfield man i want to give you the floor first because Oh, look at this you know, guy. I want to give you the floor. Guy. I want to hear what you got to say because, you know, Isn't you're, the, nice you're the Bethesda guy here, and I would love to hear your opinion about Starfield. We got an hour oh. showcase, man. What? How are you well, feeling? Well, first of all, <laughs> if you crammed up an hour of bullshit into a showcase, I would have been very upset. You would have ruined my Sunday, and I would have had to go back to church again. But what we got here... I think, man, this was damn near a masterclass right here. Um, Ooh, we hear that? I have to to eat a little crow. We're going to fry up some crow later on. Um, I'm going to have to dig the foot out my own ass. And, yeah, I got to give props where props do, man. Um, I was very um, impressed with the things that I saw because I was really ready. I was ample, like I had a list of words that I was going to use to take a big fat dump on this showcase. <laughs> um, but what do we have here? I don't even know where to start. Um, we got a little bit of everything. We got exploration. We got a lot of customization from your player. 
to your weapons, to your ship, to outposts that you can build. And it doesn't just look like some quick little stuff that was thrown together. Yeah. It looked like they put a lot of thought into these customizations. The story seems solid. Um, the gunplay has vastly improved since the last um, showing of this game. The combat looks more fluent. We got a guy running around hitting aliens with uppercuts. Um, it was just, man, I was I was blown away. I Like I said, I have to, as much hell as I was giving them, I have to give them praise when they do it correctly. And shout out to Bethesda. It seems like these guys worked some long days. I, I'm pretty sure they heard the criticisms and they set out to correct a lot of things that people were talking about. And, you know, like, I just there's I like just praise man I just give it praise and hopefully you know they're still working on it cuz it doesn't drop until September yep. so they're still tweaking and working on some things um one thing that really kind of caught my attention was I was worried about with a game being so big it having a lot of kind of like empty space so to speak and they explained that planets that's not really they have planets that don't have too much going on, but they're resource heavy, which will make you want to visit these planets. So even if a planet don't have much to do, there's still a reason for you to kind of go there. I'm assuming with all the customizations, you're going to need materials. You're going to have to craft. So I'm assuming a lot of these planets you're going to be visiting. Yeah. I don't even know what to do with a game so big, man. That game, is, <laughs> that's a big, yeah. chunky bull. Boy. I mean, yeah, man. So, like you, you hit I don't the nail know. In the I head. have a lot to say, man. Like, sheesh. you, you definitely hit the nail on the head. I mean, this was probably, this was not even probably. I gotta stop saying that. This is definitely the most comprehensive look at the game we've gotten so far. And I know a lot of people were mad at Xbox for delaying the game. Um, I think this was the right. That was the right decision because the game, yeah, like from a gameplay standpoint. The game looks a lot smoother. It looks, you know, combat looks a lot more punchier. You know, you, you know, the, the if you guys are, you know, a little, little double entendre there for you because you're punching and uppercutting people in the mm -hmm. game. But uh, I, I just, I'm, I'm right there with you, man. It's, it's been a long time since I've been excited to play an open world game, and I think Starfield. Me, once again, I haven't really ever played a Bethesda game before. And I think this is going to be like a great introduction for me. Like I'm going in with no sort of like, not saying you are or anything, but just like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going in with like no biases, no, no pre preconceived notions of things that they may have done in the past that might show up in this game. And I think this game is going to be something really special to play this year. And once mm -hmm. again, you know, this reinforces what I was talking about before, man, like this is going to be on game pass and, they were doing like a five day early access if you pre-order the game and that you know, kind of makes me want to pre-order. But, you know, this this game looks absolutely incredible just with the amount of freedom and stuff that you have to do in the game. Uh, the customization alone, like from choosing your background and how and this is kind of what we were talking about with, with uh, Cyberpunk. You choose your background and it, and it affects how not only how you interact with the world, but how the world interacts with you. Like the, one of my favorite things they show with the, with the crazy fan, like if you choose the you know, your hero uh, background, you have a fan that follows you around and can join your crew to give you gifts. Um, or you could have parents in the game that you send money to. Like, it's just, it's so cool to see, 
you know, this is the kind of stuff I was talking about when it comes to like next gen or next generation open world games that give you this kind of freedom of choice and how mm -hmm. it actually exactly. has impactful, you know, it, it impacts the game in all sorts of unexpected ways. And I'm sure there's things that they won't even expect about this game. And, you know, I was, we, a lot of people were pretty hypercritical of the, the space exploration and how, oh man, it's kind of like no man's sky. Yeah. You know, the scanner and some of the other stuff that you do, you know, it probably was inspired by No Man's Sky, but I don't think that's a bad thing. I think... Yeah, everyone takes and gives a little yeah, bit. Yeah, there's no you such know, thing as original it, it ideas happens. anymore. Yeah. It happens. I'm not tripping off that. I mean, and they, they even went as far as to, you know, to consult NASA about certain things in the game, which I thought was really, really nice. And, it, and, it, and I think that kind of authenticity is going to really show its way into the game itself. I mean, mm -hmm. you know, yeah, a lot of people are going to talk about the facial, you know, animations and stuff. That stuff, I don't even really care. I'm not even going to really be paying attention enough. <laughs> That's a Bethesda thing. Yeah, the, like, they, the they call it Bethesda faces look. and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. But the good outweighs the negative right now for me. Yeah, absolutely. I didn't see too much that I did not like. There would, there would be, like, little criticisms of more things they can add. Sure. But... I think right now we're sitting at a very solid game. And just to think, they didn't show us everything. There's more. Because I know not. how Bethesda games are. Like Bethesda has some of the more interesting side quests, if you will. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure you'll run into a lot of crazy side quests with a lot of wild characters. Um they do a good job at that. So yeah. I'm really looking forward to seeing what you can discover in this world. And I'm just like, I'm looking forward to just like building my ship. The ships that they built were crazy. You know, one of the designers, you know, she said she likes to build hers after animals. <laughs> the HMS and platypus. Yeah, she had a little <laughs> platypus ship going if you watch the showcase. And it just is a lot to draw you in. There's something for everybody to kind of draw you into the world of Starfield and the visuals, everything like they, that's how you do a presentation. Yeah. Like how we were talking about the game earlier, like uh, Avowed, how it seemed like they kind of missed the mark with the presentation of the game. Yeah. Like you want to present your game like this. Now, granted, it's not fair to compare the two because Starfield had a whole freaking hour. So they had to give us that heat, right? right they, true. they had an hour. Evolve only had like what five minutes or so. So, yeah, man, I'm I'm definitely now. This is the question that I wanted to ask you. I'm so glad I looked down at my notes to remember. Yeah, shoot. Will this move units? I think so. I think I think this really helped. I'm, I'm not not just yeah. I I think this really just this, this helped not only Starfield but Xbox. You know. We we talked about it, right? Like after the Starfield debacle, man, and you know, Phil went on to kind of funny X cast and just kind of laid his heart on his sleeve, man. We talked about it. Like they needed a win today. And I think they got it. I think they got it in spades. Not just with Starfield, but you know, mm -hmm. the the brand recognition for Xbox at this point, I think is strong. Um it's 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 funny how you, you, you can, you know, how companies can go from how they how they can change the narrative so quickly. And this isn't, that's not a shot. It's just flip-flop. It's yeah. just humans. And we're just so flip-flop. Yeah, we are, man. And that's not like a shot at PlayStation or anything. Like I said, I I, I judged the, the PlayStation showcase based off of what was presented in front of me. 
Now, if they come out and announce another showcase, another first party showcase, hey, here's what all of our other studios are working on that we didn't show, which is what the word on the street is, right? That they may do. I don't, you know, maybe, maybe they will, maybe they won't. But I'll judge that based off of what is put in front of me and what Xbox put in front of us today, I think really showed a cohesive, something that they haven't done before. It showed a cohesive brand moving forward. You know, it showed the personality of all their different studios. You know, that's something that Phil has talked about quite a bit is how they don't interfere with the studio. They, you know, they don't interfere in the way that, you know, they don't want to disrupt the culture of these studios. They want to give them the opportunity to make the games that they're passionate about. And I have to say is once again, as somebody who's never played a Bethesda game, they all those people that they showed in that presentation sound incredibly passionate about this game. They sounded excited for people to play it. And it got me excited to play it. You know, I can't wait to make all kind of weird ships and you know explore weird places. Yeah, explore like that's that's probably do some like pirate shit. Yeah, like that's probably like my favorite thing about open world games that I've been missing you know that i feel like a lot of open world games have kind of gotten stale for me over the years it's like there's no sense of adventure and exploration anymore you know you get a map full of icons that show you everything and where to go you know from the moment you play the you start the game up this game looks like it's going to encourage you to explore like you know they talked about how you know you meet up with this group of people who are explorers of the galaxy you know they're looking into the unknown and that's which is a perfect story for this game i feel like yeah like i think that kind of ties nicely into the story and that's what that's i think mm-hmm. the thing that's gotten me the most excited about the game you know that sense of mystery and wonder and you know i talked about spider-man being game of the year for me like i don't know man like boy it's some hitters it's, it's, it's some tough hitters yeah here, like you know now, it's gonna be tough this is what this is what I need Bethesda to do, though. This is my criticism. Bethesda, you usually come out, your games come out a little rocky, right? If you guys could come out, because I've gotten used to games having a little bit of problems, little bit of tweaks and stuff here and there when they release. If you can have a smooth release of this game, yeah, man, sky's the limit, man. Damn. Agreed. I mean, that would be awesome. Like it definitely would be a contender for um game of the year if they could stick this land in it and come out. Like if you have little bitty bugs, yeah, it's okay. Little yeah, sure. day one patch here, a little patch, but just don't nothing like, game. Hopefully, breaking. yeah. Hopefully this game doesn't come out and there's no game breaking issues. And man, we game of the year. It's gonna be wild. I mean, twenty twenty three, man. Not Sheesh. to not to mention like the mod community and the potential oh, for DLC for this game, you know, uh, this is a game that they're probably going to be supporting. Not probably. They're going to be supporting this game, you know, probably up until the year that, that, um, Elder Scrolls six releases, you know, we were kind of, we were kind of talking about, yeah. And beyond, like we were talking about that a little bit, uh, during the showcase, you know, we had, a, we had a, we had Skyrim. They just dropped more Skyrim mods the other day. Yeah, like people. Yeah, absolutely. Like we had a couple people in chat disappointed that they didn't say anything about Elder Scrolls six. They, they've already gone on record to say that they're not going to show or where they, they weren't going to start working on Elder Scrolls six in full force until this game hits the door. And I and think that makes sense. I think if at most right now, they probably have a small pre-production team, you know, in house working on, but that's until they move everybody else over to that. Even still, we, I, I'm gonna go on record and say we're not gonna get Elder Scrolls Six until the next Xbox, next generation of Xbox consoles hit the hit the market. That's just just how I kind of feel about it. Um, oh, lost you for a second there, and you're back. Okay, 
but it's doing that flash stuff again. I don't know yeah. why. It only does that when we're streaming. Okay. It's weird. I lost you in video, but you're still here in the stream. Okay. All right. I think this is a perfect time to end anyway. <laughs> Since that's happening, I think that's a good, good, good note to end on. We're sitting at just a, just at an hour anyway. Um, yeah, man. I mean, overall, once again, like I had a great time watching it. It was fun. The Xbox showcase was fun for me. I'm looking forward to uh, Ubisoft showcase. We have Capcom coming up this week. Um, and there, I think there's like one or two more. I can't remember. There's so much. There's so much to keep up with. But, you know, over the next couple of weeks, me and DC are going to be talking about everything that, you know, we possibly can. It's a lot of information to keep up with. But this is my favorite time of year, man. We're starting to really get like news on stuff that's coming out in the fall. And, you know, 2024 is still a little bit unknown. I'm a little scared about that. But that, I mean, honestly, I'm not because if 2024 is a lighter year, I'm okay with it because there's so many, there's too many games to play to, to fit them all for myself into this year anyway. So yeah, it's supposed to carry over to 2024. Yeah. Uh, it, I wouldn't be surprised if it's a light year next year. Yeah. If the first half of 2024 is light, I'm cool with that. Cause I got plenty to play. So Anyway, man, thank you guys for hanging out today, man. Uh, like I said, if you guys have been in chat with us the entire time, man, you guys are the true heroes, man. I appreciate y'all hanging out for the live showcase reactions that we did, man. Like I said, it's definitely not going to be the last time we do something like this. Um, I had a blast, man. This is this is pretty cool. Um, the, yeah, just just like Winnie said, there's a lot of smaller games that are coming out too, man, that I think are going to be pretty fun to play. Um, but yeah, I think this is a good place to stop the episode, man. If you Once again, if you guys are hanging out with us we usually record every saturday at 11 a.m eastern and make sure you guys uh check out our youtube as well man this episodes uh for that we have with dark star are going to be going up uh this week i appreciate y'all hanging out man you guys can find me everywhere there's the artist where he is at three make sure you guys join our discord as well it's been changed over from my personal discord to the super weapon discord i see yeah the description for that will be in the uh information for this as well i appreciate y'all for hanging out today man dc go ahead man you got it Speaking of, we had a guest last week by the name of the Sensei, a.k.a. Dre, a.k.a. Darkstar. Um, speaking of the devil, later on tonight, we will be on his podcast, Corrupted Data, with the homies, and we'll be talking more about the um, Xbox and Starfield Showcase. So around 8 p.m. Eastern, I'm going to get all the info from those guys. This is why it's important that you follow us because I'll be posting all the information up on all our socials and discord. So please make sure to follow us, hit us up. Let's chat video games. Let's have fun. Yesterday, I just, I discovered a game called Stardew Valley. I streamed a little bit of that last night and I had a freaking blast. Yeah. I was surprised at how fun that game was. But yeah, also just keep an eye out for my streams. I usually stream a little late Friday and Saturdays. Um, I give a time of 10. Sometimes it's a little bit earlier. Sometimes it's a little bit late. That's why you got to keep them notifications on. Um, and that's about it, man. You know, I'm going to wrap it up and do some grown folks stuff today and get my life in order for the work weekend. I hope you guys have a beautiful and blessed one. Shout out to all the gamers. We are eating so good and my belly's getting so big. <laughs> I love that, man. All right, man. You guys have a good day, man. Thank you guys for hanging out. It's going to be in the audio version, man. We'll see y'all next time. See you later. Bye-bye.